Turn my headphone down a little bit. Yeah. 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 Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the 503 for the Fans podcast. This is Noah. What's up guys, it's Sam. And you guys are listening to episode 13. As me and Sam will be talking about today's game against Charlotte. It was a hell of a game from Rodney Hood. He had an awesome game. We'll get into that in a little bit. But the final score was 118 to 108. And it was the sixth game of this goring, the gorging seven game long road trip. So I'm excited to get it done when we play Memphis in the next couple days. But what was your thoughts on the game today, Sam? Um, honestly, I loved it. Uh, the second half was amazing, watching Rodney Hood come out of his shell. Um, it was a game he really needed to get. That he's, I mean, I've been waiting to see him come out of that shell. And watching the, the teammates, everybody feed him the ball and give him the ball when he was hot. Letting him keep it going was the best part for me. Yeah, I mean, he really he played the whole entire second half, I felt like. I mean, he, much, I yeah. don't know when he came in in the third quarter, but he played majority of the game. I mean, I saw Mo, Hork- Mo Harkless on the bench, and, I mean, he's had a hell yeah, of a stretch through, sure. the, through the All-Star break. So, I mean, it, Terry Stotts is really just riding the, the hot hand, which is the important thing to do because he's had a struggle in the past where he's people have had the hot hand. He's taken him out after mm-hmm. a little while. So it was smart to see see Ronnie Hood play the entire fourth quarter so I mean he dropped 27 in the in the second half half, yeah and when have we had that from a wing uh it's been a while honestly it's been a minute I mean, the last person that could even do, even the thought of doing that was a young Nick Batum, and he wasn't, I mean, he's not scoring like that. No, he was, it was literally on command for Rodney today. He just couldn't stop scoring the ball. And it was a great thing to see because, I mean, he struggled against Toronto the other night. He did struggle. I mean, if he he brings this against Toronto, oh boy, I mean, we're winning that game easily. If he can score 15 to 20 off the bench consistently, like... Wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, wow. He, let's talk about something else. I mean, let's talk about CJ. He, he had 35 against Toronto on Friday night. He had a hell of a game against them. Uh, I think he really was riding his high there. I think I thought he was going to rally off another ga- game. He had a quick, I think he had a quick four points in the first quarter and then really just struggled. I mean, he was 2 13 for the game. And it, it's crazy games like that when even Dame didn't have the best game. I mean, Dame had 23. Yeah. And uh, I think if Rodney, Hood, if Rodney Hood's not doing that, do you think we win this game? Um, honestly, without Rodney Hood's spark, I don't think we won that game. I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte came back in that fourth quarter, and they were rallying. Kemba so. was hitting a couple shots at the end, too. And, and, and Jamie Lamb. <laughs> he, was, he was consistent through the game, too. At like 23, right? Uh, Jamie Lamb? Yeah. Yeah, no, Jamie Lamb killed us in the first half. Yeah. And well, well, let's talk about this. Nurkic is a, is a certified star in the incoming I, sure. I, I mean sure. 26 15 and 6 assists that is beast like and he's just been unreal since Cantor got here on 8 for 13 too like that's oh that's my cr- and 10 of 11 insane. from the free throw line Literally so not missing yeah if, if you're getting 10 of 11 from the free throw line from Nurkic and he's making free throws he's even more dominant I mean he's gonna develop that outside game he's gonna get more of a shot I mean people thought it might have came this year because he showed some flashiness in the fr- the preseason but mm-hmm. it's it's kind of surprising he's only hit one to two threes this year yeah I 
feel that, but I mean, his presence in the paint is also gaining. So I mean, yeah, I mean, he's averaging more boards, he's getting more physical, and he's just a little bigger than he was before. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think he's like what the third largest player in the league. It's, I think he's I, he's just a mountain, honestly. Yeah, I, people really when they run into him, it's a brick wall. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, I saw Jamie Lamb trying to fight over a screen when CJ was trying to shoot a three, and uh, Nurkic just sat there and just was like, "What are you gonna do about it, man? I'm too big for." You. Watching Zeller try to play any defense on him was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, Zeller anyone. Had three boards. That's it. Yeah, no one had three an answer. Boards. No one had an answer Nobody for Nurkic. Double digits for boards on Charlotte. They just couldn't control the paint whatsoever. I mean, wh- let's talk about Ennis Cantor. Uh, he he didn't play against Toronto. It was a frustrating game. I bet it was a very frustrating game for him to see. We are still officially undefeated when Ennis Cantor plays. We're officially 5-0 with him. This road trip's been great to have him. He he didn't bring in the score box tonight. He had six points, eight rebounds, but he still brought tenacity presence. to the... I mean, yeah, he, he brought a presence, like you said, and it, it's important. I mean, you, it's kind of surprising to see Zach Collins get the... I it was surprising to see Zach Collins and him get that uh, playmaking, uh, the playing time together. So, sure, yeah, it was. I mean, do you think if do you think Zach Collins gets that minutes if ET's here? Oh, that's a good question. Honestly, I that's really hard because if Rodney Hood keeps playing the way he is, I don't really see ET finding his way back into the rotation that heavy as he was before. Yeah, and and I think, but you know, Terry Stotts loves ET. He does, and, <laughs> and he can I'd, command the floor, and he can... I think it hurts Seth Curry's minutes, too. It does, for sure. I think because E.T. is more of a reliable source in the playoffs, and he and we don't know how... I don't know what how deep Terry Stotts is going to go in the playoffs. We'll it, see. Yeah. I mean, people go eight-man rotations in the playoffs, so we don't... But this we, is also the deepest team we've had in a while. Yeah, Dame so. even came out and said he thinks this is this, his most polished team since those 2013-14 days and the Houston buzzer beater days. And him saying that shows me that he has confidence in his team and that's He's happy to be here. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, he's happy where we're at. I mean, we're 39 and 24, 15 games above 500. I think that's the season tied for a season high, or maybe is the season high. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting at th- the third seed right now. We we overtook it today with today's W, but OKC plays tonight against Memphis, so they will probably re- regain that because they have the tiebreaker against us. Yeah. So I think we're we are in a great spot. OKC has a. Oh, the first, the hardest schedule in the league remaining for the remainder of the year. Portland has, yeah, th- this is awesome because we're going to dive into a schedule segment here. Portland has probably the easiest stretch to the to the end of the basketball season in the Dame era. And I said that I yeah, tweeted that. Yeah, sure. I mean, they could if they win this OKC game on Thursday. They could go the rest of March could, undefeated. Yeah, we could almost win out March. I mean, yeah, yeah it, sure. the only game there is. At San Antonio because they're what twenty four and seven at home. That's yeah. always a tough place to play. So I th- I think that's a tough. Pl- that's your only tough game. Like tough tough game. I mean, versus Indiana, we're a great home team. Yeah, so I like that matchup. Yeah, and I think and you get versus Indiana versus Dallas to end the month. Uh, versus Detroit versus Brooklyn and at Chicago, and at. And at Detroit, so there's a bunch of road games there, but they're they're we own the East. (laughs) I mean, we're we're eighteen and five against the East. A lucky lucky Kawhi Leonard. 
bouncing bucket, won them the game. I mean, we had all momentum. If that game goes to overtime, I'm I'm really confident we win that. Uh, I feel you too. I feel you. And so I just, oh my god, I don't even want to talk about the game. That just that could have we could have been seven zero on this road trip if that doesn't that go. That would have been insane, honestly. And seven and zero on a road trip like this when you play Philly, Boston, Toronto. I mean, even Brooklyn, Brooklyn's not a team that's someone to sleep on. No. And it, we only, only gimmies is really. I mean, Charlotte's not a gimme team, but they 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 showed it tonight. I mean, they had some. Some players that could make shots like Jamie Lamb. I mean, he, Kem- was, he wasn't missing in the first yeah, half. Yeah, if Kemba would have brought it even more, I mean, I think they that would have been a tough game if yeah. Kemba would have really been there. Yeah, for real. And I think, I think the Blazers really just execute today. The way they finished the game was so impressive. I, I mean, so impressive. Like, I think, I think Lamar Lamar Hurd even said it. Like, this is the one of the best games we've ever finished this season i don't i mean we charlotte just, we kept with rodney's hot hand and he just kept getting buckets for us like I, <laughs> bucket after bucket doing it just kept doing and it. dame dame was loving it and you gotta love it when your best players love loving it. seeing his his boys go off so I, i'm looking for this memphis game i think i think rodney i think he needs to continue his confidence shoot more i mean he needs to come off the bench in the shooter's mentality we we need we Big need time. We, time. yeah i want to see him come off the bench like Seth and just be ready to shoot. Yeah, I mean he he's it's his, this was his tenth game with us, I think, mm-hmm. and it, he's growing into it. He he had a really I think he had a, a terrible four games for us. Not he wasn't scoring, not being aggressive, and that's been the story of his career. I think a little bit. So I don't I don't think he's there. I think he struggled a little bit. He didn't see the ball go through the hoop, and I think he saw it tonight and he took a full advantage. I mean they had a lot of small guys. I mean they matched up Tony Parker on him a lot, which he's got is the size and he's got the ability. He just needs the confidence. I think. I mean he's showing great versatility. Yeah, know? for sure. I mean he's getting buckets. He was moving around the court. He wasn't just like waiting for people to set him I mean, up. he wasn't he was, taking, he wasn't forcing a shot. I no. mean, he forced maybe one. His off ball was insane. He was just cutting across the court and getting open using screens wherever the, he could. And the guy you don't even mention today who's been a great bench guy is Jake Lehman. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, 17 minutes. I mean, it's a quiet 17 minutes, but I mean, he brought it on the, de- the defensive end. I mean, he got, he got three rebounds. I mean, it's not. It's not all box scores for him. So I, I I love the game today. It was a great game and six so far five and one on the road trip. We have potential six and one. That's I mean that's awesome. Six and one is that would be the best road trip since two thousand one. Yeah, that, that would literally yeah, be awesome. That's a stat. <laughs> that's a stat. Okay, well, let's move on. Well, let's talk about the Thursday OKC game. I think people really are impressed with how we played against Toronto. I think even league wide. And I think if this if we win this OKC game, I will be convinced this team is legit. I, I if think if we can win, it shows that we can play against legit forwards, legit scoring all-star forwards. Yeah, and I think if if Paul George plays, I, I he will because it's Portland. Probably I mean, he they, probably will. Yeah, it it's at home. It, it's going to be the first game at Moda in I, I think a month. Yeah, it's it's since since the beginning of February we haven't played at home. So, it, it, with this game, it's an important game for us. Uh, we we can't get swept the season series. It, it's we can't. It's not even we 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 have lost the tiebreaker, but still for a confidence thing. If 
we do get matched up with OKC for a first round matchup or a second round matchup, we I would we really need, like to see us win this game for that reason. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think it's gonna be a hell of a game. I mean, Russ always wants to show up against Dame for. I mean, he he's obviously intimidated by him. So I, I think we I think we pull it out. That's the first game at Moda in a long time. Blazer Ennis Cantor's gonna make his debut against his former team. I think. I mean, geez, what's your predictions? Um, I think the Blazers win if we're able to guard PG. Um, we got to stay on him as aggressively as we can. He's a dominant scorer, and he can score pretty much whenever he wants, especially with Russell seeing the floor. Hey, I would agree with that. I think with, I think with Paul George, I think uh, I think we, we need, I, I don't know what to say with him. He is an superstar in this league he's really came into his own this 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 past season with okc and if mo harkless is going to show up to that game is the game to show up exactly i feel you for sure he needs to be there if we want to win that game. oh you no know, for sure and headband mo needs to come out he needs to he needs to show that okay i'm a good defender and i i'm looking for mo to have a uh, 15 and 10 and if he can hold PG to 25 points or less and can really control the game with his rebounding and slashing and dunking, I think the Blazers will have a hell of a game. And obviously, Dame and CJ are going to try to bring their bring their thing. So it, it's going to be a hell of a game. I, I'm predicting the Blazers to win 125 to 120. It's going to be a high-scoring game. It's always a high-scoring game between the two. And uh, what's your final score predictions? Um, I'm going to go with, honestly... I'm going to go with uh, 110 to 113 Blazers. Okay, okay, that's respectable. Uh, well, let's talk about uh, some cues I got some for, uh, on Twitter. This is from my friend Jonathan. He's going to appear on the show very soon. So he said, is Stotts already the second greatest coach in Trailblazers history? And what would it take to eclipse number one? Uh, so you, you go first. Um, I think he is the second best coach greatest coach in blazer history already um he's won the western conference like best coach award how many times i think it's five or six and i think that's double what any other coach has done active yeah no he's won it six times that's twice as many as any coach has in trailblazers history okay yeah that's actually insane um if he if he's able to either get us a championship or take us to the championship twice, um, I think that makes him the number one greatest all-time Blazer coach. Okay, yeah, and I, I would, I'm gonna go on, uh, I'm gonna go on on that too. If he wins, if he wins a title, I think with Dame, he has to do it with Dame. I feel like, yeah, for sure. If exactly. he has to get Dame a title, and if he does, if he gets Dame a title and maybe some conference, like two or three, like two conference titles, to yeah, say that, I'd agree. Say, and I think he, if he does that and he gets his wins up, and obviously he gets past Rick Allman for the for the most wins in Trailblazers history, I think he's definitely the number one for sure. And he he's already showed signs. I mean, people. Hey, you love or hate Terry Stotts? Some people really hate on his rotation. Sometimes some pe- some people hate that his in-game adjustments aren't the best. But you gotta admit, he you wouldn't want. There's many coaches that are of many other teams in the NBA that you would not want coaching your team. No, for sure. And I mean, he's been getting the job done, especially this season. I mean, look where we're sitting. We're third seed right third now. Seed in the West, and I mean. I love the job that he's doing right now. And I, mean, I love he, that the guys we've put on the team for him to work with. I mean, his overall record, he's 311 and 244, I think. And he 
He's brought teams that have no business. I mean, obviously, Damian Lillard has a a huge part to that. But he has brought teams with no business being in the playoffs. I mean, when we lost Robin Lopez, Wes Matthews, LaMarcus Aldridge, when we lost that whole group, he brought... Mo Harkless, a young CJ McCollum, an incoming CJ McCollum. I mean, he brought some some Looney Tunes players. Like Seriously, at the time, at the I'm time, he brought really. some Looney Tunes players, some young contracts, and he brought them to the second round of the playoffs. We beat we beat the Clippers. I mean, I know Chris Paul got hurt, but still, we beat the Clippers with Blake Griffin yeah. and DeAndre, and they had a hell of a team. We beat them. Went to the. We. I mean, we played the Spurs in the second round. It, it didn't go our way, but still, still made he, it there. Yeah, I, he has brought some teams. I mean, yes, the Pelican series made him look bad. Almost cost him his job. But he, he's going to move on. That's that is. I, I truly believe it was a fluke. A, a horrible matchup. Two first team all team. Uh, first team all NBA uh, defensive players with yep. Drew Holiday, Anthony Davis, playoff Rondo, who has been in the championship, won a championship. The Blazers had no experience. None. No. No seasoned veterans. I mean, we don't. I mean, Ennis Cantor hasn't gone far, but he's a seasoned veteran. I mean, he's he's done some things. He's twenty six. He uh, his way around the court. Yeah, and I mean, Rodney Hood has been to the finals. He's played with LeBron. I mean, they, they didn't. I don't know how well they got well together. I don't know how if they liked each other, but he he's been there. So he's gonna. There's gonna, players this this year that ha, are gonna bring something different than last year. I mean, yes, we did love players like Pat Connaughton last year, Shabazz Napier, Ed Davis. Yes, but this team is definitely better than past years. Like Dame said, we're more seasoned, and I don't know. We're just a stronger, aggressive team. Yep. And so I think we're gonna end the show here. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter at Five Hundred Three Blazers Fans for many more episodes. Episode fourteen will be dropping in a couple days. We're gonna be bringing on a special guest. So what's your Twitter, Sam? Uh, Sam Beyond That. Okay. Yeah. So make sure to follow him and check out our Twitter. Uh, check out our Twitter uh, at Five Hundred Three Blazers Fans, like I said, and check us out on iTunes at 503 Blazers Fans uh, Podcast. And thank you for listening. Peace out. Peace.